I'm on the road this week, and away from my usual recording setup. If I sound different this week, that's why. Welcome to Ask the Ascot. My name is Michael Beck. This is episode 29, Practicing Old-Timey Medicine Without an Old-Timey License. Send your most urgent questions to me on Facebook or Twitter at AskTheAscot, or email AskTheAscot at gmail.com. Sharon asks, Learned Sage, why does my dear husband sneeze exactly six times almost every night between 7.30 p.m. and 9 o'clock p.m.? Sharon, I do exactly the same thing! I often have a brief sneezing fit before I go to sleep. Is it possible that we are married? Since I don't actually know anyone named Sharon especially well, it seems unlikely that I am your secret husband. Nevertheless, I shall press on in answering your question. But before we proceed, I should lay out my bona fides, that is, my many qualifications, to answer this question. Gentle listener, you are already aware that I am not a medical professional or scientist of any kind by either training or by inclination. But my mother is a retired nurse, and my wife Crystal is a doctor, although not the kind of doctor that helps people or makes money. Crystal has a doctorate in curriculum and instruction. Now, Crystal does perform frequent home surgeries on me, such as extracting nasty splinters, applying sunscreen, and asking me how my day went. Lastly, my great-grandfather, Reed Russell, who died in 1929, was a physician. My parents still have the special tax stamp from 1926 that permitted Reed to dispense opium, coca leaves, and so forth. I assume that such activities were the basis of all legitimate medical doctoring in the 1920s. The fee that my great-grandfather paid for this august privilege was $3, and I'll share an image of the document on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. We've now clearly established that, using the transitive property of family expertise, I'm essentially president of the American Medical Association. Sharon, the internet, claims that some people have sneezing attacks at night because of a bunch of nonsense about allergies to things like dust mites and animal dander and pollen. Allergens build up on your clothing over the course of the day, so sneezing at night gets worse. And our bedrooms are often the most allergenic places in our house. Dust mites and pollen love clinging to carpeting mattresses, pillows, and blankets. Now, I can assure you that all of that is preposterous. Do your husband and I both have allergies? Well, yes, of course we probably do, but... Those are not the cause of the regularly scheduled nighttime sneezes. 
to truly answer your question, Sharon, we must delve into the now thoroughly debunked 19th century pseudoscience of phrenology. That's P-H-R-E-N-O-L-O-G-Y. Phrenology held that the shape and size of your skull directly controlled your personality and your behavior. Smell, language, mirthfulness, love of life, acquisitiveness, truthfulness, and weight. All were among the dozens of what phrenologists called mental faculties that were determined by the size and shape of the bumps on your skull. Different parts of your brain muscles controlled different faculties. The more powerful a particular brain muscle was, the larger and bumpier that part of your skull had to be to accommodate it. And yes, gentle listener, brain muscles. So, a phrenologist might measure the size of the very top of your skull to determine your capacity for veneration and they might feel the bit above your right ear to determine your secretiveness. Look, I have a colossal skull. Truly, to give you some idea of the sheer scale of what we are dealing with here, I once had my measurements taken for a costume when I was in a play in college. The costumer measured my skull, looked at the measuring tape, and went... Hmm. They measured again, and then they told me, Mr. Beck, you wear a size 8 plus hat. I'll have to special order you your hat from the hat factory. To steal the immortal words of Elaine Bennis, I'm a walking candy apple. According to a phrenologist, I should be lording over all of creation with my powerful brain muscles under my size 8-plus hat. Yet, we can all see that although I produce a pleasant enough homemade podcast and find meaning and satisfaction in my work as a mid-level university bureaucrat, I am neither super genius nor super person. I am perfectly adequate because phrenology is a load of bosh. I should add that there was all manner of profoundly destructive, racist, and sexist nonsense to which phrenology and other 19th century junk science contributed, but that's a heavy topic for another time. So back to my giant freak head, and to Sharon's question. I'm convinced that my watermelon skull so stretches and distorts my sinuses and eustachian tubes and my other inner head channels and chambers that they are especially susceptible to irritation from environmental particles, hence my sneezing. Therefore, Sharon, my learned medical diagnosis is that your husband's sneezing at night is caused by an over-large skull, and that the best solution to this crisis is skull reduction surgery. A less preferable second option is that you might consider having him vacuum the bedroom and change the bedding more frequently, and maybe ask his GP for a referral to an allergist. 
Sharon. I'll send you my copy of one of my favorite books about the history of science, as a treat. It's called The Mismeasure of Man, and it's written by the wonderful Stephen Jay Gould. In it, Gould totally demolishes the notion of biological determinism. That's the idea that physical traits like our genes or the size of our noggins directly control our intelligence and behavior. Please enjoy it in good health. I'm afraid that's all the time we have this week. If you liked what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. And share the show with a friend! Sharing the show on social media is the best way for more of our friends to find Ask the Ascot. Just think of all the people to whom you are closest. Don't they need to know that I can draw upon discredited 19th century bunkum to diagnose their grave medical conditions? Yes, of course they need to know that, and also that we talk about cats sometimes here. I'm grateful to all of you for tuning in each episode, and I thank everyone who sent in questions. Please keep them coming. I'm on Facebook and Twitter at AskTheAscot, and you can email me, AskTheAscot, at gmail.com. My theme music was composed and recorded by my brother David. He's on Instagram at DavidBeckNYC. And a very special thank you this week to my infrequently mentioned, but nonetheless clutch performer brother, Kevin Beck. Kevin prefers to maintain a low profile, but I thank him for sending me the photo of my great-grandfather's opium certificate. Thanks for asking. Farewell. Farewell.